0: Yeah, I got a lot to talk. There's so much to talk about with this movie. I'm, <laughs> all right, let's let's just rock and roll. All right, yeah. We should we should fuck. We got to put in "Kiss from a in the credits or something too. <laughs> Welcome to Virtual Theater, the podcast about video game movies and the stories that shape them. Usually, my name is Andy Spiteri, joined by Gooey Fame. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I'm great, I'm excited to talk about the Batman tonight, but not the Batman, but a Batman <laughs> and um i've we've been we've been looking forward to this for uh for a while, and me in particular I've been looking forward to this for a while because it's kind of like the beginning of a new tradition, but like the continuation of the old tradition, so it's very it's a lot of emotions going around right now,
1: yes, I think um I think we made the right choice for where where to what to do next. You know, it's been yes. great. I love these. I love the like the Christmas time
0: apps where We just kind of get to have a little fun. It's like a, it, you know, it's like a little present to ourselves. You know, like we get to <laughs> yeah. talk about what we want. Um, but yeah. So so over the last couple of years, uh, this is our this is wild. This is our fourth Christmas special, by the way. Talk right, about like yeah. talk about longevity. Talk about legs. <laughs> That's a. Uh, that's a that's a great I, run right there. In my opinion,
1: I think 5th cuz I count the the Matrix as well. Last did, Christmas we did Matrix, I think, right?
0: Or did we, we also did do both. Star Wars? Oh, okay, I think we, we did, did both. Yeah, cuz I I do remember watching Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> uh, but now oh, I'm okay. second guessing myself I now think, that I'm saying that. I don't know.
1: I think last maybe last season we went a little nuts cuz we did like all four Matrix movies
0: and yeah, it was we. Yeah, okay, we threw yeah, out the virtual both. the virtual awards because we we just watched like a bunch of non-video game movies. But you know what? I feel like that's fine. Well, this, the reason, this is fine.
1: The reason I thought of that is because it ties into Star Wars prequels in that we did the Star Wars prequels, then we also talked about the Matrix sequels, which kind of get a bad mm. rap. And so that's kind of been a good, that's kind of been the theme of some of these series we've done. It's kind of like these wild video game-esque movies in some ways, or at least they fit alongside the video game movies we talk about. But these movies are kind of uh, maligned unfairly.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Like there's a lot of um, similar traits in the movies that we've covered at Christmas time, those Star Wars prequels and the Matrix sequels, as with your average video game movie of the you know of like the the 90s and the early 2000s where they're kind of they've got a bad reputation but do they really deserve that bad reputation like not really like yeah there's some parts of them that that aren't great but it's not like the worst movie ever and I'm I'm excited to you know to to continue this tradition with uh I mean eventually we're gonna get to one of the most reviled movies of all time but before we get to that movie I think we gotta Take a step back and go to the beginning, and that is Batman Forever, which I am very, very excited to talk about. I have a lot of memories about this film. I'm a big Batman fan. You're a Batman fan. So, like, I remember seeing this in theaters when I was, let's see, I would have been eight years old at the time, and I thought this movie rocked. I loved it.
1: I definitely didn't see this in theaters, but I I remember, like, having... Like I watched it over and over, you know what I mean. It was like one of the, one of those classic ones for when I was like,
0: yeah, five to nine, you know. Um, and so this is uh Batman Forever. Like I don't, I almost don't even know where to start because like this is a, it's a different kind of episode. So we don't have like a a format necessarily. I just kind of wrote down some cool moments and some notes and some characters and stuff like that. But like, there is so much about this movie that is just like absolutely wild and the story of this movie is like really like everyone kind of makes fun of um batman and robin as being like the absolute movie that destroyed batman but like this movie i think is way more wild than that movie Mm -hmm. is in a lot of ways like especially when you when you factor in like the behind the scenes stuff so i guess let's just dive into it so of course we had batman and batman returns which were uh, directed by tim burton starred michael keaton and those are like those were pretty big hits. Well, they were really big hits, actually. But Batman Returns wasn't as big of a hit as, as Batman. And um, I guess the studio really got reservations about making a third Batman movie just due to the lack. Of, so it actually all goes back to the lack of toy success from, uh, oh, from Batman okay. Returns. Isn't that, like, isn't that wild to think that like the lack of toy sales dictate what movie gets made <laughs> and what movie doesn't get made? <clears throat> It's, but, I mean,
1: it's honestly not surprising. It's no, crazy not really it's not
0: surprising. <laughs> no, I and I'm also. I feel like I'm not surprised that nobody like was rushing out to buy like the Danny DeVito penguin action figure or like the Catwoman Michelle Pfeiffer leather action figure. I, I can see that not though, necessarily being a hit.
1: That movie does rock, though. I think
0: we should. Say. Oh, it it rocks. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't mean to disparage the good, great Christmas movie. By the way, speaking yes,
1: of. yes, go go watch it honestly, and then watch this. Actually, I do think even though this is not like directly a sequel of them, and it does take it in even like weirder tone, I think you can view this as kind of a successor to those movies in some ways. Obviously, mean, produced like produced by Tim Burton. Like, yeah,
0: you know. I think it's only produced by Tim Burton, like kind of in name only. I, I actually I don't really know how that works, but like I feel like he just completely passed it so it, like after this whole toy debacle um de- like warner bros eventually did green like the sequel but uh tim burton exited the project because he didn't really agree with the direction mm. of the of the film and then joel schumacher was brought in and he had to do i i can not believe that this is real he had to do like i would describe this as like a press tour but like with toy companies like hasbro and like all these toy people to get them to convince them to make toys about this movie. And like, I just think that's so wild that that's what it took to like, get this movie made. (laughs) Not necessarily that like it did, uh, the last movie did awful or anything like that, that it was just like, really, it came down to toys.
1: I mean, you could kind of see that (laughs) in the movie. Like there's a lot of, uh, did you have any, uh, did you have any Batman
0: toys as a, as a child?
1: Uh, you know, I'm trying, I can't remember any that really stick out me i had the you know what what goes around i think it's for this movie are those uh those cups that they had at mcdonald's for happy meals do you remember those oh yeah yeah i had some of those which i thought were pretty sick um but i don't think i had any i don't think i had like a Batmobile or anything like that i can't i don't think so
0: Uh, this is a, a total side story but like I had a lot of like toys from Batman and Robin and like just Batman action figures, Spider-Man, Jurassic Park, stuff like that. When I was like 12, I was into wrestling. Well, I still am into wrestling, but I was like really into wrestling. And I had like took my toys and made like a, a wrestling league with all those guys. Yes. And, like some of, some of them were like WWE characters and some of them weren't. So like, like, I don't know. I had uh I had Venom Spider-Man as like the Undertaker cuz I was like he kind of looks Undertaker-esque or whatever and like yeah I had I had a whole like uh I had a whole league with with belts and stuff like that in in my youth and I wish I still had those toys today.
1: I was going through I was trying to like picture toys I had that were Batman related and I I vaguely remember like maybe having a Batman Beyond action figure. Oh fuck that would be so <laughs> but cool. I don't quite
0: yeah I don't really remember. Uh so yeah so we got Joel Schumacher taking over from Tim Burton. And at this point, this movie was supposed to be, like, a, like, direct, direct sequel. um, Yeah. With, like, everybody returning and everything like that. Um, And then, so this is, this is kind of a running theme of this movie. But then, like, I guess the studio, I was doing some research on this last night for, like, hours. I just was fascinated. But the studio mandated that there had to be two villains. So originally this movie only had Two-Face, which I did not know, but they mandated Mm. that it had to be two and they suggested the Riddler because he was popular in the TV show. And that's why the Riddler is in this movie. But it's funny because like, I think it's pretty common knowledge that like this, the Riddler role was written for Robin Williams who just like never signed on, even though they wrote it specifically for him. I just, I think that's so fascinating. Interesting,
1: Huh. Well, I mean, um, Jim Carrey, he he worked out, though. So it's okay. He he definitely
0: did work <laughs> yeah. out. Uh, okay, so Jim Carrey, this is... That's what I mean. There's so much stuff about this movie. You've probably heard the legends, too, of, like, Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones just, like, absolutely <clears throat> despising each other, which is yes. just, like, the, hilarious. Uh,
1: the famous quote from Tommy Lee Jones is he goes up to Jim Carrey or something and says... Uh, like, I cannot sanction your
0: buffoonery. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. <laughs> okay, yes. okay. This happened. So this happened at a at a restaurant. In, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Tommy Lee Jones is eating. And Jim Carrey shows up. And, like, the, the dude at the front is just like, Oh, I hear you're working with Tommy. Like, he's over in the back if you want to say hi. So Jim Carrey walks over. It actually only sounds like... It sounds like Tommy Lee Jones hated Jim Carrey. It doesn't sound like it was mutual. But he walks over and, and drops that classic line and like I don't know like I I read a theory which I want to elaborate on later in this episode about why Tommy Lee Jones hates Jim Carrey and I think I kind of agree with that but I think that's hilarious. Okay. do you want to save it for later or do you just want to go now
1: uh no tell me what's your theory I want to (laughs) know
0: Well, so my my theory kind of involves Two Face as a character in general in this movie. Okay. So I, w- I want to wait till we get to <clears throat> Two Face to okay. tell you my theory.
1: Mine Mine isn't tied to the character in the movie, um, because I I don't know if Tommy Lee Jones would care that much about you know his character in the Batman movie. You know, he mm-hmm. I I think he probably thinks of it as like, hey, I don't know. I guess I don't know how he thinks, but I think he probably thinks like. This is like a silly movie for kids or whatever. Who cares? But, um, <clears throat> what I think it is, is not like, I, I think, honestly, it, it's, it's more people have said more recently, like, Jim Carrey seems just like a re- fucking weird guy, like, in real life. <laughs> and yeah, Tommy Lee Jones seems like a pretty straightforward, no-nonsense guy. I think it's as simple as, as that, but, I mean, I'm willing to hear you out, but I... I think, honestly, is that, you know...
0: I, I could I could definitely, definitely believe that, for sure, because he, he, he does seem fucking weird.
1: Jim Carrey, I think, is weird beyond the character he's playing, because Tommy Lee Jones in this is crazy. He's he's like that, actually. He's the villain in uh, the movie Under Siege with Steven Seagal. He's the villain, and he's also playing, like, this over-the-top, cartoony, like, terrorist villain. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, Tommy Lee Jones can go there, but I feel like when they're not... Filming, he's just like normal as hell. You know what I mean? And he's just like, I'm sure, like he's probably just like Jim Carrey's probably going fucking nuts the whole time, and he's probably has to, you know, sit right by him and fucking make or whatever. And he's like, and he's just like, <laughs> I'm sick of your shit. Just calm down, man. Um.
0: Uh, so there was. I want to segue from that to another famous <laughs> feud on this set. So. Val Kilmer and Joel Schumacher also hate each other, and Joel oh. Schumacher has like buried—he's buried Val Kilmer in the years since. And it's actually like, have you read any of this stuff? No, I had no idea about
1: this. I I have respect for for both men, so I don't I don't want to take a
0: side. But damn, what happened? I know. Okay, uh, I'm going to read you some direct quotes from from our boy Joel. Um, quote. I had heard horror stories about Val and was warned not to hire him, but I've heard that about many talented people hire them anyways and have no issues whatsoever. Looking back, Schumacher called Kilmer, uh, quote childish and impossible. And, uh, this is another quote. We had a physical pushing match. He was being irrational and ballistic with the first AD, the cameraman, the costume people. He was badly behaved. He was rude and inappropriate. I was forced to tell him this would not be tolerated for one more second. Then we had two weeks where he did not speak to me, but it was bliss. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. Uh, and then, actually, he buries Tommy Lee Jones, too. Um, so he said that... Uh, Schumacher said that he was not a fan of that whole spat that uh, Tommy Lee Jones gave to Jim Carrey, and said, quote, (laughs) I'm tired of defending overpaid, overprivileged actors. I pray I don't work with Kilmer or Jones again. It seems like three's a crowd. Mm. Damn, I had no idea about that till last night. (sighs)
1: See, I'm what I was going on with Tommy Lee Jones is just like. It could just be me presuming it from how they are. And I, mm-hmm. I guess I don't know for all four of these men. I guess I don't know much, like enough about their. I only know vibes of what they're like, so I, I have no idea what actually happened. This sounds crazy, though. It sounds like it, they just, it sounds ta- like
0: a lot of like big personalities just like bashing against each other. You know,
1: I'm expecting us to put a tag team match together for the main event player. that
0: would be can you imagine <laughs> val and uh and tommy lee jones versus jim carrey and joel schumacher fuck that would have been the real like final battle of this movie um, they, they all channeled so, yeah. that animosity in this movie they were all they were all giving it their all i think i think tommy lee jones would have uh he would have liked working with robin williams seemed like like-minded well not really i guess because like robin williams is also like hilarious but it's just like i feel like it's impossible to not like robin williams you know
1: yeah, I was, who I I can't remember. I saw someone recently say in like Robin Williams. And I was like, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> um
0: okay. I here's a bit of trivia for you. Do you know who designed like the Batmobile and the Batcave and the Batwing and shit like that in this movie?
1: Um no, who who is it? Who is it?
0: If I were to say to you that this same gentleman designed uh and a movie that you and I have covered three of now on the Omega Metroid podcast. Would you believe that? Oh, a- H.R. Geiger. Oh, really? He he designed all this like I crazy didn't know that. gothic shit. I I don't know. I saw that and that also jumped off the page for me because I was like, what? Like this movie seems like it's like so awesome like on paper. And I hadn't watched yeah. it in like years and years and years. And I was like, why do people say that this is like? Okay. An awful Batman movie. Well, so I, man, I was pumped when I saw that. That's,
1: so that's what I was thinking in that I felt like it did, it, it's different, but it felt like it could fit in the same-ish universe as the other ones in that those original ones had kind of, it made got, Gotham, it was like a weird mix of modern and old and gothic designs and stuff. Obviously this like turns up the neon and makes it a yeah. little bit more flamboyant and stuff. But, uh, I, th- I think, I... I'm honestly, I think the designs in this movie are, like, some of the best. This is, I think this is oh my, my favorite Batmobile, I- I'm gonna say. After rewatching it, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. I know it kind of looks like a toy, but it also kind of looks like a cool-ass, like, comic book thing brought to life. And, and, you know, and I love that it looks, it does look, you know, that like, outlandish a little bit, you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. just look like a car or whatever, as cool as, like, the Batman's car is, but, yeah, I don't know, it looks like the fucking
0: Batmobile.
1: That's what the Batmobile looks like to me, you know?
0: I Whenever I think of the Batmobile, I always default to, like, the animated one, like, the big, long, limo-looking <laughs> Batmobile. That, that one's sick so too. sick. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I'll give it that. Yeah, I, I don't know, I was just like, that's, like, so sick, and, like, I actually don't think that this movie tone wise is like completely removed from like Batman returns. Like, yeah, it's more flamboyant and like the choice of villains obviously is a a big part of that. But like, I think like, um, I don't know, like the tone and like the, the lights, they're not like that far removed. Like, like Batman returns had like that crazy Christmas aesthetic too. So like there was lots Mm, of like cool lighting in that movie. I I, I think like each one kind of progressively changed a little Mm. bit from their like I wouldn't say that this movie is anything like Batman 89 and I wouldn't say Returns is anything like Batman and Robin but like progressively if you look at them in order I I think that they're not like outrageously far removed you know what I mean I agree and I I think um the
1: designs you mentioned are cool but I also think the uh the cinematography is is fucking oh, awesome this I think Joel Schumann, I actually so I had never I don't think I had ever seen it before like in full but <clears throat> About a year ago, I watched, I think, his movie they made right before this, uh, Flatliners. And, uh, like, j- it, there are, like... Y- he has a very specific... I think you notice a lot, like, the moving shadows. You notice that? And, like, it's kind of outrageous. Every scene has, like, you know, a giant propeller shadow that's moving or something like that. And it's it's always lit. It's backlit by some crazy color or something. But, like, it's mm. it, it's definitely a very, like, specific like style that that he does but i think it like when i watched flatliners it was doing all that same shit and i was like yeah this now looks like a batman movie to me for some like it makes sense like he really was a good choice for that you know
0: oh dude there was like multiple moments in this movie when i was watching and like like just the lighting and like the like the shots and the the cinematography I was just like holy shit like this looks so awesome uh, like I, multiple moments um actually the
1: um the cinematographer for that movie uh was what he was the cinematographer of both movies I wanted to look it up to give him proper credit uh because and actually he's uh it's Jan Debant who I believe directed the second tomb raider movie right the cradle of life
0: i can't Um, i can't remember to be honest with you
1: yes so yeah i looked i looked him up he and he also directed uh speed so i just want to give i like want to give proper credits here but so that it's actually really he's kind of more specifically uh responsible for that look so shout out you know to a legend
0: yeah hell yeah um, okay, well let's uh, let's talk about this movie because like there's oh by the way I didn't even mention, but like this movie has just absolute bangers associated with it too that I, I think that we need I to ju- mention. I as totally well. just
1: remembered one because I have it actually right behind me on vinyl. I have the uh, single for uh, Method Man's uh, "The Riddler" single. It's just a straight up like Wu Tang style. Song, what? yes uh oh my I'll, god i'll put that in in the thing but yeah it's an original song like for the movie and method man's just going on about like the riddler and really he's just
0: kind of rapping about whatever but it's fucking tight this is so sick they got massive attack on this on this playlist they got which, uh in excess like this is actually like pretty sick
1: which content that's also a trend that has been in the batman like movies up till this point like we had the prince you know soundtrack for the one like mm-hmm. but, and and honestly, a lot of these songs like, uh, uh, you know, Kiss from a Rose and stuff like I think for me as a kid, like this movie was how I first heard these
0: songs. I think Kiss from a Rose was like written for this song or for this movie rather. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure, which is like crazy because it's like one of the most iconic like songs of the 90s. I feel like like right. when you think of like ballads, it's like Kiss from a Rose. So let me tell you a story. My first ever podcast goo was called The Cool Story Show. This might even be on YouTube still. We were challenged, four dudes, to sing Kiss from a Rose, and none of us can sing, and it was so fucking horrible. <laughs> it was like the the shittiest thing you've ever seen. I remember my boss at the time watched that, and I think his exact quote was like, You guys might as well just like stick your dicks in tree stump remover because that was so shitty oh and my so God. awful. <laughs> like <laughs> Jesus. so I love that I love that song um, I mean it's, and it's just crazy that it's part of this movie I feel like like everything
1: else because I was just saying how like that cinematographer's style like and 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 all that stuff like just are like fits the movie so well like it's taking something that kind of already exists for something else and like making it fit in this world like that's I know he wrote it I guess for the movie but like it it's just kind of like a legit song too but it like it fits the mood of Batman so well. It's so like it's like moody and and, and gothic but like romantic, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I just think of, Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. It 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 kills it. It
0: cru- it crushes me, you know? I will I just found this it's kiss from Moreau's performance. I'll link it if you promise not to listen to any other fucking shows that we ever did cuz they're all awful. Um okay. but yeah, this <laughs> I mean you got U2, you've got the Offspring. Like this is a this is a six. Oh yeah,
1: I remember the offspring play. <laughs> but that took me off guard when Robin went out like with the. Do oh you go my out the god. fucking Batmobile when he's cranking <laughs> offspring? I'm like, yeah. Fuck. Hey, I'm Batman. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> yeah, punk rock. <laughs> oh
0: man. Okay, let's talk about this movie because mm-hmm. I, I. Oh my god, this movie starts off the right way. Okay, the credits they come in so hard. There's like swirling names and it looks mysterious. The font is cool small thing but i mean like it it looks cool yeah yeah it huh. j-
1: they did both the the intro and the outro credits are awesome in that way and it uh yeah it does the thing where it's like it's got the like the bat symbol with like the 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 backlight you know it's all about the backlight i feel like is what oh. gives the movie its vibes
0: those credits were so good and actually like the whole the whole opening is good. So I want to talk about the characters. I didn't really write down all the plot beats or whatever. Just some specific parts that I loved. But um I thought that the whole like opening scene with like Batman chasing after Two-Face. That was so good. And I got to give a special shout out to my guy, the security guard. Who is such a wiener that he's just like so awesome. Like he's in the fucking vault. And he's like... Oh no, it's boiling acid! I was losing <laughs> yeah, yeah, my mind when yeah. he did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he,
1: he had a lot of good ones. Like he, he reminded me of just oh, like Oh my the, god. He had line deliveries that have the same energy as the uh the Dark Knight press conference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Things no, are worse than ever. <laughs> <laughs> and and it didn't need it, like that is a little silly. Like it did, Batman could have been like Oh, it's acid. You know what I mean? You'd be like, yeah, Batman yeah. knows that's acid. <laughs> but that's it's just... This guy knew so much about... Like, how would you know that's acid? <laughs> I don't know. And boiling it's acid. Boi- I guess you can see it's maybe boiling. If it's but- hot, I guess it's hot. You know, I don't... Maybe, let's not question it too much.
0: It's boiling acid. I fucking just... Lost it when he said that it was so, and then he follows it up with another gem like I my glasses I can't see anything without my glasses. <laughs> yeah, he went Velma on them <laughs> as they fall into the boiling ass. and then the cherry on top is when Batman takes out his goddamn hearing aid and uses it to crack the safe. I oh my god, this is so good. And this this selfless guy, this selfless security guard, looked like such a a wiener for our benefit. So a shout out to my guy. We, you did. You had an underrated role in this movie, but you made it much, much better.
1: Right? Yeah, like the Batman crack, cracking the safe. Like, like that's what I mean. Like, it was, it was a really exciting. It was a really good sequence, but it, it, it was just like, hey, this is kind of like classic Batman, and you know, it's a little, it's a little goofy. And he's like, they're swinging a safe around. He's, he's opening up the safe, and it's, you know, it, 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 it jumps out as like kind of an old pulpy like comic book thing like i i don't think the tone that's the thing i think when people like complain about the tone of this movie is i think they think it's like i guess if it's fine if it's not for you but it's not it's certainly not like a mistake you know what i mean and i think that's what no we,
0: it's definitely a direction that they chose for sure
1: which i think has been the theme of like a lot of these movies that we've kind of talked about is like they just kind of i think that's i i know like i'm just kind of spoiling like the overall feeling but i think that's why they mainly get maligned is because they're like misinterpreted as like oh yeah this is supposed to be like like they they really thought they 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 fucked up when they made it goofy you know what i mean i
0: i don't know like i i really stand beside what i said earlier like i i don't think that this movie if you put it next to batman returns is like a completely tonal shift like i i think that it's like similar enough that it's not jarring. Like, mm-hmm. I think if you put this, like, if you put Return of Sex to Batman and Robin, like, that's definitely jarring. But, like, I feel like this is, like, a good in-between that, because there's, like, definitely some goofiness, for sure.
1: There's still, there's But I feel like there was like, also, uh...
0: like, yeah, there was some, like, dark, ass-kicking moments and whatever, too. And, like, lots of, uh... Like, lots of, like, sexual energy in this movie as well. Oh. <laughs> which I feel like there yeah. was a lot of that in Batman Returns. Yeah, it's like I don't think that they're that different, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah. As soon as we got we get the Doctor Chase Meridian in there, and it's like, oh damn, oh my god.
0: <laughs> do you okay? Let's let's talk about some of these characters here, and and we can just kind of go where we want. Do you want to start with the Batman and work our way down, or do you want to start with the the lesser characters and work our way oh, up? What would you re- would I like to do? I don't know.
1: I guess I guess we can talk about
0: Batman first. I guess. Okay, I I probably have the most to say about Batman of anyone here, because like. I, I don't know. I, I feel like Val Kilmer was, uh, first of all, his entrance when he meets chase Meridian is so fucking sick. And he's mm-hmm. just like flying down and like lands right in front of her and like is hitting on her immediately. Hey, I think his line, actually this might've been Bruce that said this, but like when he was just like, I really got to get you out of those clothes. And there's like this long ass fucking pause <laughs> that he's like, and in into a black dress. I was killing myself laughing but uh yeah i don't know there's what do you what do you think about val as batman because i i was watching it and like he's he seemed like odd but like not at the same i don't know how to describe it almost he he was like almost an enigma on on Mm -hmm. screen which maybe is a fitting portrayal for bruce wayne i i think
1: he was really good i think he like okay the key thing is i think he does he's sexy in the movie (laughs) which I think well, is yeah. And so like as Bruce Wayne, there's the, the like that's obvious why he he kills it as that. He's such a he's such a stud, you know. He's a he's an amazing actor. But then I thought as Batman, yeah, he I thought he was like good at being like uh l- like especially for like Chase Meridian, like kind of seductive and mysterious, you know what I mean? I don't, mm-hmm. I think Val It's Val it's actually Val Kilmer month here at Virtual Th- uh Theater. Um and yeah, we, we, we respect him.
0: He's amazing. He, he was, he was like, I thought he was really good as Batman. And when I started the movie, I was just kind of like, I don't know if I'm digging Val as Bruce, which is kind of funny. Cause like, he seems like tailor made to be Bruce, but I was like, I like him as Batman. I, I don't know if I'm digging him as Bruce. He just seems like a little too out of it or something like that. But, but he kind of won me over at the end, like especially him talking to like Chase and then like him talking to uh to Enigma. like I I thought that that was actually like pretty good but I I think that it's like I think that why I thought that he was he was such an enigma or just seemed so odd is is really just because maybe it's the franchise itself that's kind of in flux and he's like kind of the you know he, he's kind of like the face of that in a, in a way but like I I kind of came around to him and I was like all right I actually do think that like he did uh, a really good job and he was like unique. Like he, you know, he doesn't have the Clooney charm. He didn't have the, uh, you know, the same kind of intensity that Keaton had, but like, he just had something like a different kind of vibe about him in this movie. And it was like, I, I don't know how to describe it. it. It was, but it wasn't bad. You know, I, th- I think he did
1: a good job. Like at kind of, uh, interacting. <laughs> I just keep thinking of the relationship, but like him with Chase Meridian, like, as batman and as bruce and kind of like going back and forth that i thought like he was really good at you know like i guess like uh having he almost had like sort of a different way he interacted with her you know depending on who he was Mm -hmm. and um just aside like and i well i guess with all the characters I, i like i just generally like thought he did a good job as sort of like being a confused sort of uh authority figure to one and then like i liked his little interactions honestly you know i don't know if you want to talk about it but i liked his um like just the little scenes with alfred where they're like just do- yeah, doing the rid- the riddles and stuff
0: uh i i, really- I love i wish there was actually more of those to be honest
1: yeah i like that like they weren't like they were like these kind of quirky little riddles and there was like a big overall puzzle but like like Bat- Batman and them are like you know they take, they can figure them out you know what i mean and it's it felt like mm-hmm. it felt like very like even just watching along i was like what is that and like he'd say it and i'm like oh yeah okay like you know batman's smart mm-hmm. he he's he can he can crack the code you know he can do a riddle
0: I, yeah i kind of like those riddles too cuz i was like when I got the clock before they, like, said it was a clock, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm so smart. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because it's really, um,
1: like, about the meta riddle that ties it all together, you know? So it's, like, it's it's nice, I guess, that it's not, like, you know, they're they're not just, like, brain-busting, like, uh, mm-hmm. scenes where they're, like, oh, we're never gonna figure it out, and there's some twist on that riddle, you know what I mean? Like, keep. I like how it was kind of simple.
0: You You said something there that I really like, actually, and that's, like how Bruce is kind of transforming into like his own authority figure. And like, you don't really see that in a lot of other Batman movies. Cause like in, in like the Batman with, with Robert Pattinson, he's, he's clearly not an authority figure. And and Alfred is that to him. And like, you know, he's kind of just learning to get control. Whereas like in Batman and Robin or in BVS, like he is that mature Batman, like who doesn't need direction and like, I don't, so I don't know maybe maybe mm. I, that's the kind of vibe that I I dig for Val is like he's kind of it's a Bruce Wayne in transition which also like is really great like actually I think the interactions with Robin are what really won me over with with him as Bruce but like yeah, I think that that, that story awesome. actually also really helps as well yeah like I think you nailed it I think that's it I think that's it
1: there's there's you mentioned BVS and there I think there's things that I like that both of these movies do one is that this is like I said. It's like it's a sequel, I guess. It's a continuation, but like you can kind of just watch it as a Batman movie. I guess with BVS, mm-hmm. there's like all this crazy, like there's Superman. What's going on, like man? But really, you can it it with Batman's character. It does it. It deals with you know the same origin kind of story stuff that he has. Like he's he's still dealing with this like, baggage that he would have for a lot of his life or whatever. But, like, Mm -hmm. it does kind of just, like, that opening scene. You see, they just get started. You know who Batman is. You know, like, what his deal is. You know what I mean? So we don't need to, like... Like, we can just draw from, like, kind of his lore. And, like, everything doesn't have to be painstakingly explained because it's a freaking comic book movie, you know? So it's a a crazy world. But then, also, yeah, just, like, the idea that, like, he... Has been doing it for a while, and he, like he's kind of you know. Well, I guess he's kind of a mentor in a different way in that movie. But and also just the scene, uh, the scene where he gives his little backstory about why he picked the bat. <laughs> um, they they did that similar thing in BVS. Remember where, he, where they show him as a little kid <laughs> and he he, yeah. he falls into a hole and the bats lift him up and it's super like they both have this like that I feel like is lifted from this movie somewhat or it's got it's kind of this like surreal tone to
0: it you know it that's a good way to put it surreal he 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 gives like a surreal performance I don't know what it is but he's he's like magnetic oh I'm using all these weird words like he's like he's I don't know magnetic or like enigmatic or uh, he's just like now that I think about it, like, I feel like that's probably what Bruce Wayne should be like. And mm. I thought as Batman, he was great. Like, he was confident. He was funny. Um, he was, like, kicking ass. Like, I thought he was great. But he, I was really fascinated by him as Bruce. Um, I really was. Um, and actually, let's talk about maybe one of the best scenes in this entire movie. When Batman gets, like, just massively cock-blocked by Dr. Chase Meridian because she loves Bruce Wayne, and Batman's trying to play it heartbroken, and he turns around and has, like, the creepiest smile of all time on his face. That was so good. <laughs> but, like, and that was funny, but, like, the actual scene, too, was cool. Like, it was, like, a good scene.
1: Yes. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that was a great part.
0: <laughs> that smile, though. The Holy smile. shit. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, So, tell me this. When I was a kid, and it's been, I haven't watched this movie in, like, at least like 10 years, probably 15 years. But when I was a kid, every time I watched Batman forever, I was just like, Oh my God, this movie spends so much time with like Bruce and his parents death. And like, I just kind of want to, like, I already know all that. I want to get to the action. I want to get to the action. And I remember thinking that. So when I was firing it up last night, I was just like, all right, we'll be like, we got to spend a lot of time with like Bruce and his memories and stuff like that. And it actually... It wasn't as egregious as I remember. Did you ever think that? What did you think of, like, the, the flashback scenes? No, where they were, like, diving into his psyche? No, so yeah. It comes, like, later
1: on. Uh, it's sort of... It's sort of him... It, it helps kind of... Because he's talking to Chase, right? About it. Um, and it so it sort of, like, helps them develop their bond. It also... It really more serves the purpose of him now... He wants to protect... You know, like her and Rob, you know, he doesn't want Robin to really get involved because he does he feels like, you know, I mean, he he doesn't want to cause harm to these sort of people. So I thought it really served that. And just on top of it, like the scene isn't very long. It's like you said, kind of surreal. It's kind of it's it's really it's it's really well done, I think. And I think what really sells it, it's it's just more from like how cool like stylistically it is is that scene with
0: the like
1: the bat flying the
0: riddler yeah like in like when they see his inner vision or whatever i thought that was pretty cool
1: the bat yeah it's got that same type of cinematography and it really you know we were talking about the year one movie in comparison to the comic and i sort of said like how that bat scene where he like picks the bat as his moniker Like, how it Mm -hmm. didn't... Like, they didn't... I felt like they didn't translate it as cool as you could in, like, the original illustrations. I feel like this... It does it in a different way, but it does, like... It is a version of it that does a good job of, like, kind of, like, explaining that in a way that's, like... Like, just in general, what I was saying about the tone. Like, the concept of a guy named Batman who fights criminals is silly, um, but they do it in such a cool, like, way... That that is, it's larger than life. It's surreal, but like, it's it's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, you get like you. I see that scene. I'm like, that's so fucking sick. You know what I mean? Like, how, yeah. of course you would pick be Batman. How, how could you be anything else?
0: Yeah, I, I you know, I I was like actually like quite um I don't know, it, not impressed, but like when I saw them, I was just like this like this isn't as bad as I remember at all. Like I think when I was a kid, I just didn't have patience for it because I already knew. But like. I kind of had a different approach watching it last night. Cause I was like, well, like one thing that maybe I didn't appreciate when I was younger and like, it's, it's kind of easy to overlook this with, um, you know, Nicole Kidman just being, I know, obviously a, a megastar, like sex symbol or whatever, but like her character is of a psychiatrist and they are trying to like get into the psyche of Batman. And I think it actually like pays off at the end. Cause it's kind of like, it's a pretty cool like ending where, where Batman kind of makes like peace with like his his two sides or whatever and he's kind of found like an equilibrium which I would argue actually also like transfers over to Batman and Robin because when you watch that movie like Batman really is kind of at peace with himself for for a long portion of that movie so I kind of like that they did that and then that it like had lasting effects even though Chase Meridian wasn't around for the sequel you know what I mean
1: yeah yeah I think Batman he's kind of like yeah I think he's kind of just like um in the in this it, it is really just about like uh like that responsibility that he has and sort of trying to um you know move past that so he can sort of help out like these other people you know particular i think robin i think that was probably uh the best sort of storyline
0: oh, you know i want to talk about chase and i want to talk about robin but before we do actually yeah. we do have to acknowledge the iconic <laughs> shot of batman's ass in this movie when he's putting on that bat suit
1: (laughs) yeah so this is this is the the what makes it the step between the next one where they just straight up
0: are showing nipples and stuff they have like the the bat nips and the bat junk and stuff like that like that's what i mean uh... though it's like when people when
1: people criticize like i guess it's like i said it's fine if you don't like it but i'm like do you think they like oh no like we accidentally put an ass shot in the movie it's like no it's 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 a little silly you know look at batman's ass you know <laughs> well, i thought it, i think it's great yeah like, it's the last thing too and it like lingers for yeah a second, you know? the belt
0: the <laughs> cowl the ass the ass is like, ready
1: it makes you believe
0: like the ass is the most important part about it though that also was like like those lululemon pants before they were a thing like they they probably saw batman forever was like we could do something with this we should make pants that make asses look like batman's ass this
1: oh my god i always i always do this and i'm sorry but and it's it's fine if if people are into this joke but it makes me think of (coughs) how in avengers or whatever they're gonna do a little thing with uh with uh Chris's ass, America's ass, you know. They make yeah. a little thing about it. But they have to not let you know that they know it's silly that they're showing his ass. So they have to have multiple characters go, like, hey, look at his ass. That's America's ass. When <laughs> it's like this, it's just like cut to the chase and show me the ass.
0: Uh, there's no time for <laughs> bullshit in this movie. <laughs> no bullshitting, give me the ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm even more excited to watch Batman and Robin now with like not even double but triple the amount of ass shots in that movie. That's Is gonna be it's like, uh, gonna be pretty. We sick. need more
1: cheeks, Colin. More cheeks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. By the way, I I also love the scene where where Bruce just like fucking pounds down Chase Meridian's door in her office, and then like Fuck. does not apologize at all. He's just like. He's just like, oh, I'm early for my session. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. he's.
1: I thought you were in oh trouble or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. Let's talk about Chase Meridian. Sure, Holy. Yeah. She has just mad sexual energy with Batman. Shit. This, like, I actually, like, I feel like I don't have, like, a whole lot to say about her because I feel like her whole character is, like. Her whole character is that she's horny and that she wants to fuck the Batman. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: know if it's, like, a completely... I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe I'll rewatch it, but I don't know if it's a completely fleshed-out character. Um, yeah. It's... it. I mean... She, I don't know if this is... <laughs> what's kind of interesting is that I think she might be a horrible, like... I don't know if she's a therapist,
0: right? She's, like, a psychologist, right? So... She's a psychologist, like a criminal psychologist. But, but I think that she can, like a psychologist can also like book patients and stuff like that, but she's definitely, definitely crossing some ethical lines. Yes.
1: It's weird. Definitely. To constantly be like, I'm horny for fucking weirdos.
0: <laughs> you know? like, yeah.
1: Um, I don't know if that's well, the reason to get into that job.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. She, uh, I mean, I've listen, for what her role was. She was fine. She obviously, she looks great in this movie um i don't nicole kidman has been like a maybe i'm just remembering like uh eyes is it eyes wide shut with yeah, uh, yeah. with kubrick yeah i think i just i think of that movie when i think of oh, Nicole kidman. okay and like she's so weird and outrageous in that movie that like it's almost hard to see her it for me in like another light but, like she was also a little bit weird and outrageous in this movie too but like oh, yeah. again that kind of It kind of, like, fit the whole vibe, but, I mean, there, yeah, there really isn't much to her other than she wants to, like, you know, she wants to do the vertical shuffle with the Batman. Yeah,
1: it's like, she's, she gets, you know, like, rescued or whatever at the end, you know, it's... Yeah. But, uh, I mean, like I was saying, their, their, uh,
0: chemistry, I thought, was off the charts. Her and Val. I agree, I, yeah, I agree. But, like, because both of them were kind of, like, weirdly enigmatic. Like, yeah, both of them kind of had, like, a weird vibe, weird energy, but, like, I think it worked. It kind of, like, makes sense that it's, like, these two (laughs) fucking weirdos would, like, be into (laughs) each other. Dude, I I just Googled this fucking Batman smile and, oh my god. Um, Like, I think that's supposed to be her big moment, right, in the movie where, like, she's just, like, uh... I don't know, growing up or like maturing or something when she's just like, oh, I I can't, uh, I can't be into bad boys forever or whatever, whatever she says. I think that's supposed to be like her big arc. Yeah. All I I can think of is that goddamn smile. Oh man. Uh, yeah, that looks (laughs) kind of weird. I'm sorry. This looks like a fucking Martian or something (laughs) like that. Just out of this world. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have anything else for Chase. Do you Do you have anything else that you want to talk
1: about before we no. move on? Yeah, no. I lo- I loved her. She is great. I, All right. Nicole yeah, favorite. you know what? we.
0: I wanna I wanna save the villains for last. So I actually before we get to Robin, because I have a lot to say about Robin. I want to very quickly shout out uh, James Gordon, who's just kind of like a big fat slob in this movie, <laughs> which is kind of awesome. And uh, yeah. and of course Alfred. Alfred was so good. He's he's never yeah. really in question. Uh, Oh uh, yeah, yeah, what's his name?
1: Uh, Michael Ma- Michael Go. Yeah, he's he's Michael awesome. Goh or
0: Goo or uh, yeah. He he was so good, and he was the constant throughout all oh, of all these
1: movies. before right? Yeah, he yeah, he yeah. is so classic. I think. Uh, he 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 actually reminds me how of like in uh <clears throat> in uh Bond they let Judy Dench just keep going. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's very dad. apt. It's just like yeah, like because he he is like. Uh, like a classic like you know solid actor from yesteryear basically who's like he he really is just kind of like I guess for like older people at the time too he kind of like elevates he's kind of like Alec Guinness or whatever in Star Wars a little bit maybe till yeah kind of he's not it's not that uh he's more of a he's always been kind of a character actor compared to Alec Guinness but I feel like he does just kind of bring some like legitimacy to that character you know what I mean and like like the world and everything
0: yeah i i feel like his alfred is just like very tender in this movie which is like not he it's like a different alfred like because michael Caine is obviously like witty and he, he like he's great as alfred but he's he's just very different and then like andy circus was was kind of like an action alfred almost or like, <laughs> action alfred yeah uh,
1: <laughs> apparently, like, apparently this alfred in the show is action alfred which sounds kind of sick w- have you watched that Pennyworth show? Is it good? No, but I, I have one friend specifically who is always raving about it, but he's like he, he usually says something about like this is the show created for me and only me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. I was gonna I was thinking of checking it out and I was just like I, I just didn't like Gotham at all. Yeah. And I was like, this is probably just gonna be like Gotham. Man, Michael Goh is in like some some pretty classic stuff. And he even stuff from like our era, like he's in Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow, he's in The Corpse Bride. He obviously worked with Tim Burton quite a lot, but uh guys in Winnie the Pooh? I Winnie mean, that's the Pooh. Sick. Um Yeah. Yeah, I think uh you know, I have a kind of a He's uh, in like multiple Winnie the Poohs actually.
1: Uh there's one I'll shout out. He he shows up for like a scene in um
0: this movie from 1978. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, I was, I was. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I thought you were gonna say someone that showed up in this movie. No, no. And no. I was gonna try and see if I could point out the cameo. No, because I bet you that you're gonna mention it. Oh, uh, well, I was gonna say that Michael Go
1: is in this movie called Boys from Brazil, which is uh, well, I don't even want to spoil it, but it's 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 about uh, like, uh, like Nazis in the 70s and doing like w- scientific experiments, and there's one crazy ass thing about it that I can't say it will ruin the whole movie, but it has Gregory Pe- Peck and, uh, Lawrence Olivier. Um, and it's, it's a fucking cool, it's a cool
0: movie. Those are some, <laughs> uh, some heavy hitters. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. I thought, I thought you were going to say, or I thought you were trying to say like a shout out, a cameo in this movie. No, who, who did which, I miss? Uh, I, I'm sure you didn't miss him. And I'm also sure that I don't know how to say his name, but I recognized him immediately and was like, I love this dude. And it is, Renee Aubert. Oh, oh, God, of course. Yeah.
1: Oh my God.
0: He he shows up right at the end as Dr. Burton, which is must be some kind of <laughs> well, he, you know homage. They
1: gave him Tim Burton's haircut. Yeah. <laughs> that was just so fucking funny.
0: I, I popped big time to see him and uh like I, I know him from Boston Legal. Oh, but f- oh I'm for I'm sure. per- yeah. I'm pretty sure he's like a big part or like a big Star Trek Oh guy.
1: yeah, he he's he well he's yeah, he's played a few characters, but he's mainly played Odo in Deep Space Nine. He's like one of the one of the main cast members and he is also it. a super prolific guy who's been in everything. He does a lot of voice acting. Well he's passed away sadly a few years ago. Yeah. But God, he's oh he's one of the greatest. Uh oh I think I loved him. I was disappointed because the movie started and his name was in the opening credits and I
0: was like, oh I know here I, we I saw go. that. I was like I was waiting <laughs> for him and waiting for him. And I was I forgot that he was in there and I was like, oh fuck, it's it's Renee. Uh, I, feel so, bad. Yeah, I, I was I was excited to see him. Okay, well well, I guess This it's... this dude plays someone in the Uncharted video game series. Did you know that? I did not know that. You know, he's actually he's in several video games. He's yes. in Fallout That's in what Vegas, saying. Legacy like, of Kane.
1: He's like a big voice actor too, yeah.
0: What a sick dude. Sick dude. Um so yeah. Batman, uh, Gordon, and Gordon doesn't really do anything in this movie. No, it's, Alfred it's is not is, a Gordon. Pretty good. Mo-
1: I think at no. this point they're sort of like,
0: okay, like he's like cool with Gordon or whatever, but it's not. It's- I th- I think they very clearly didn't want to highlight people that weren't like big flashy villains that you could sell toys with. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, but- <laughs> that's my that's my theory, and I'm pretty sure that's
1: like legit. I mean, they could have jazzed him up, maybe you know, made him like a cool. Uh, they could have, yeah, neon
0: cop. I don't know. He's kind of like inherently uncool in this movie, though. He's just he's kind of like he's kind of like the cop that you see at the donut shop. That's like there's crime happening and he doesn't want to go and solve it because he's in the middle of a coffee or something, you know,
1: <laughs> he reminds me more of like uh like Alfred where he's he's not as like an outrageous character, but like the actor himself does a good job portraying the role that like I think fits the world pretty well still. Even if he's not like, yeah, he's not like the standout, like, cartoon attraction, you know?
0: Yeah, totally. Okay, I, I'm i so fucking pumped to talk about that. I've been waiting to talk about this in a Batman movie all my life. But let's talk about Robin! Yes! Yes! Robin is so,
1: it's so awesome in this movie. And it makes sense, like, because peop- oh, people complain, man. actually, like, oh, why do they... You- why you he going to do a Batman origin story? And it's like, no, here you have a perfectly good story that it's not really about Batman's origin. It's about, it's about, you know, Robin and him taking care of this kid. You know, who's like, he's like an adult, but you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, he's like, what is he supposed to be like 17 or 18 or something? In yeah. This movie? Yeah. He looks way older than that though. Alright, yeah,
1: Right. Like, definitely. Like
0: he looks as old as Bruce, to be honest, but that, you know what? That's fine yeah that's they could fine. be brothers so,
1: <laughs> they
0: could well that's like, like they, the, Mar- they totally the could.
1: mario luigi vibe it's like they're brothers but he's his dad you know what i mean
0: oh man i would if you told me that uh bob hoskins was bruce wayne that uh <laughs> johnny legs was robin Whoa! i'd believe that
1: oh that's that's <laughs> great casting
0: yeah yeah that's a sick that's too bad we can do that reboot now there's some fantasy booking uh for the 90s but um so Okay, so first of all, I just, I want to talk about just Robin in general, because I just like, I, I absolutely hate when I hear Batman fans be like, oh, Robin is so dumb. He's, it's unrealistic that a kid would be fighting with Batman. Like, listen, motherfucker, like the whole Batman thing is unrealistic. The dude dresses up as a bat, that's, uh, that's fights a crime. Problem.
1: It's like, people want right?
0: Batman to be like,
1: not what Batman mostly is, you know what I mean? It's like. It just sounds like Batman is not for you. (laughs) like, you
0: Like Robin is such a crucial, a crucial part of the Batman mythos and his growth as a character and like how he finally learns to trust others. And, and more so than that, like instead of fighting for himself, he's fighting for the future because he's teaching, all of these pupils like there, cause I mean there's Robin, but eventually there's more and he's teaching them how to continue the fight. And he's building something that will continue on beyond the Batman and people like when people dismiss Robin, I just, I hate it so much. And like Robin adds so much to this movie and like the scenes where, you know, like you can see Bruce grow because he's just like, you know what? Alfred and, and Dick are right. Like I need a partner. I need to be mentoring him rather than, than suppressing him. And like, It's, like, that's just, like, good character development, and it's good for the Batman, it's good for Bruce, it's, uh, like, I just, like, uh, man, I can't believe that we've had, like, 30 years of Batman movies, and we've seen Robin in two. Not even. I wouldn't even count the other Robin. It barely counts. Well, I like, this one and Batman and Robin, but, I mean, technically that's one Robin. Okay, yeah. Well, I was yeah, like, of, I'm not, uh, not even counting BVS. Oh. Like that's because he's already dead, which is bullshit. No, I was
1: thinking of fucking uh, the Dark Knight
0: Rises or whatever. Oh, f- fuck that guy. No, <laughs> that's not Robin. His middle name is Robin, but I don't even that's remember so what weird. the hell his actual name was. Yeah, well, that was so uh, dumb. Like, if you want Robin, just fucking say you want Robin. Yeah, like it's not hard. And if you don't
1: want him to be a kid, he doesn't have to be. You understand though? Robin is cringe. We can't have anything cringe has to be everything like Batman can't like have he can't carry like a giant bomb around or have goofy gadgets it's too he's too cringe
0: like it like it just like makes my my head boil because it's like I like yeah Robin's costume is colorful which is which I think is like kind of refreshing because he's supposed to be the light in contrast to Batman's brooding dark miserable self yeah he's a and he is He's a
1: fucking circus performer, or whatever you know.
0: Oh my god, that that fucking circus scene is so sad. By the way, yeah, man, it's cool though Although, too. Like the the acts yeah. they do is cool. Oh, the, the actual like like the acrobatics and stuff is so sick. But then like, man, that slow mo falling of of Dick's parents and his brother is just like, oh man, that's tough. That's tough.
1: People just don't want to accept that it's like you know, bet. Ba- Batman is, you know, it's just kind of meant to also be enjoyed by children, like, or like primarily dire- directed at children. You know, comic books and stuff. I know, like, there are, there are serious Batman's that are dark and scary. You know, crazy stuff happens. But like, hey, like, I think, I think it's because people are self conscious about it. Like, I think it's been like, we we're seeing it with video game movies, but with comic book movies, there's always that like desire. To be taken seriously and so like if if there's anything that's like people could go like oh what do you like this, this is for kids you know what i mean <laughs> like it, like they don't want that because it it would like uh invalidate them you know what i
0: mean it's like just i don't know
1: just yeah. fucking watch it i don't worry about it
0: i just, like i don't know man like i i just like i don't i don't even acknowledge that argument that like having robin invalidate like like you've seen we we did an episode on the Dark Knight Returns. I don't agree. I just think that's yeah. I I know you don't. I just like, you know what I mean? Like like I would you say The Dark Knight Returns is for kids and not like a serious story and not, you know what I mean? They're like or like would you say that um like if you watch the the Batman animated series, like again, Robin adds so much to that series. Yeah. And like there's some Oh my god, there's an episode. We should do a bonus episode on this. But it's called Robin's Reckoning and it is absolutely like one of the best episodes of of that entire show and actually this movie kind of lifted a lot of that uh for its story but like basically yeah, I, I robin that. finds yeah so he he finds a killer that uh you know murdered his parents in this movie it's 2 Face, in that movie it's tony Zuko, and um like he kind of has this moment where he's like okay am i gonna kill him or I, am i not gonna kill him and like man like the shit that, like, the conversation between Bruce and Dick when, when Bruce is like, "Okay, so you kill Two Face and then what?" Like, that's that's the worth the price of having Robin in alone. Like that character growth and stuff. Like, it's it's so good and adds so much. And I hate when people are just like, "Ah, Robin."
1: Ugh. Yeah, I think at that point that is kind of like the uh, the big moment at the end of the movie.
0: Yeah, it like. <laughs> It was so. First of all, Robin was awesome in this movie, and he does not kill Two Face. His line when he's just like, "I'd rather see you in jail," I fucking cheered that yesterday. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, Robin."
1: <laughs> and he also rocks that's in this little, movie too. That's by a the little way, lame, lame man, but I, I I agree. You know, like actually, yeah, it's but it was true. it was so good because <laughs> it's like <laughs> he does fucking die though, and I feel like Batman could have done
0: something more to like save him, but he. He didn't, Batman didn't quite push Harvey into the boiling acid, but he wasn't far removed either. Like, I, I don't know what he thought was going to happen when he threw all those fucking coins, coins up. But. With him intending to, like, you know, lose his grip, right? So, yeah.
1: May, it, maybe it's kind of one of those, you know, like, well, okay, it's fine. It's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. But I think it's sort of like, that was a last ditch he had you know what I mean he's only got so many gadgets like and yeah. it's, it's me or you buddy you know what I mean so fine you know what I mean it was
0: it was interesting that when Robin showed mercy Two-Face exploited that and captured him so it's kind of an interesting lesson for for young Dick Grayson there I thought Dick Grayson was great in this movie by the way like just his character like the, uh, act, the, the most underrated scene in the movie is the way that Alfred and Bruce like tag team guilt trip dick into staying with them when like he's he's brings out the burger and he's like yeah you know if i had someone to fix up my bike uh i'd give it to them as a finder's fee sorry you're leaving i that was great yeah
1: yeah there's a little bit of like you know uh the side eyeing they're like "Eh?"
0: yeah I, I, I loved it. It reminded me of the way that my mom guilts me into doing anything, but like the, uh, it was sweet. Like, I I, I just love, I love the conversations like he has with Alfred. I love the conversations like he has with Bruce. Although I will say the way that he finds the Batcave is like, so, so, so ridiculous. It's so, is that like absolutely insane? Is that when he's, that's not when he's doing the laundry karate, is it? No, this is right. Okay. So this is the scene. So Alfred, there's one locked door. It's like, it's a locked door. It's on like the main level too, by the way, there's one locked door and Alfred's like, don't go in there. And he tells him again. He's like, don't go in this room. And Alfred later in the movie, fucking goes to this locked door. He stops. He calls back. He's like, master Dick, are you, uh, where are you? And Dick's like, I'm upstairs. And he's like, okay, don't follow me. He fucking (laughs) goes to this door. And then like Robin, like does a bunch of acrobat shit to get in the door and like finds the bat cave. I was just like, really Alfred? Like, you might as well have just told him to follow you right down. Like, you might as well just show him the way. I think he did. You know what I mean? I think he did, too, like, is subliminally. It in
1: the next one, I remember a thing people making fun of is uh, Batgirl, like, finds the lair, and, and Alfred's like, I thought this might happen, so I prepared you a suit. <laughs> and it's like, there's already a Batgirl <laughs> suit ready to go. So I feel like maybe Alfred is like, he's like a bad influence, almost.
0: He's like, Alfred wants like reinforcements. Al- Alfred's probably the real mastermind. He's the mastermind. He's bank. creating
1: like a <laughs> militia. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So this fucking scene, dude, where Dick steals the, the, the Batmobile is so awesome. The way we kind of touch on it earlier, yeah. really, but I just want to talk on it again. That's another, this is uh, so awesome.
1: It's another one of the one that bridges the gap between the next one. Cause I like this scene, like the next movie I, in my head, at least, looks like most of the movie looks like this scene where it's like, yeah, there's like all the crazy yeah. thugs with all the makeup and the neon lit, you know, uh, alleyways and all this stuff. It's very, uh, it feels like, uh, I don't know. Like it's a, a, like a musical or something, you know what I mean? Or like a it, stage. It feels play. like you're
0: watching a music video or something. Yeah. Like, which is awesome. But it, but it looks, it, <laughs> it looks, looks fucking sick. Yeah. It looks so the black good. The light
1: effect and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Oh, dude. Yeah, it, it looks, like, so, so awesome. And, like, <laughs> he first of all, he's kicking the shit out of, like, 30 guys, like, right before Batman shows up. So, out, like, Robin already is just, like, pretty jack, But, man, maybe the best line in this entire movie, right up there with, like, boiling acid, is when, when this fucking girl that Robin saves is like, Doesn't Batman ever kiss the girl? Dude, yeah. this is so... Great. He gives
1: her the smooch.
0: Uh, oh my god. This was so awesome. It was so lame. It was so cheesy. Like, if this was just perfect. It was yeah. so good. I love the
1: way... It happens in the <laughs> beginning, too. I love the way... This is in the, the Burton ones, too. I love how Batman swoops down in these movies. It's also very, like, theatrical. You know what I mean? It's like, uh... Which, I... Well, Schumacher did the maligned version of this, but it reminds me of, like, Phantom of the Opera or something. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know if he actually does any swooping down, but it just has that sort of, you
0: know, uh, same kind of energy. Energy, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, two things I want to talk about before we move on from my boy Robin. For I'm just so happy to see him in a movie. I thought his suit at the end looked sick, like the the green and the the red. Yeah, I thought that in the yellow. Like I thought it looked so sick. Actually, I thought that looked cool, and like, um,
1: I thought too, just like his circus outfit looked. Cool. It looked like you know, yeah. the old Robin. Like, uh, it looked kind of like the old show, or o- almost. You know, I guess that's kind. That's actually what his character's backstory is originally, isn't? Is
0: it not? <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> he, like he, Robin uh, Dick Grayson is an acrobat. That's that's yeah. always okay. been his backstory, and like even even like modern versions of him, like he's still like an acrobat, and he's still. Good. Spend some good. time in the circus and stuff like that. Um, actually, I bought you, I, I bought you a present, which oh. I don't want to spoil anything, but okay. I, we'll, we'll go into that later. <laughs> but I don't know. I'll give that to you in July. But um, yeah. So he's always been an acrobat, so I, I love that. Yeah, I just thought his costume was like was like cool. It looked it looked good, but it was it looked like it fit this movie and like an updated version of like his classic Robin gear. I was actually a little bit sad to see him have like the nightwing costume in batman and robin oh yeah that's fair um it, even though yeah, that costume is pretty similar. it
1: does look cool too i think
0: yeah um but yeah seeing that man seeing them become partners was so awesome when like bruce is like i need a partner like that was so <laughs> good <laughs> yeah. actually the, there's a point where batman is stuck in the sand and like robin comes to to like help him out and the lighting really looks like um something out of, like, the Batman, because it's, like, all red and stuff like that. It looks, mm-hmm. like, fucking cool.
1: And I, you had me thinking, because he goes down in the Batcave, we kind of talked about just, like, the look of the movie and everything, but, like, that shows in, like, the Bat Cave has that, like, where you just really get a sense of depth, because there's the light. And then another thing that I didn't mention is, like, they also do, like, the light reflecting off of water onto them. They do that a lot even in the end, and I think it makes everything it does you do like just looking at it you like feel like you're in a cave or like a lair or something like that you know it like it it feels like you're deep deep
0: down it feels it feels like a like a tomb out of avp yeah yeah, like, yeah. you know what i mean like which i guess makes sense because our boy uh hr geiger is here but um but, yeah, yeah i love robin <laughs> in this movie man i love him all right mm. let's talk about two-face let's talk yeah, about two-face okay. first of all First of all, this guy, Two-Face, has so many goddamn henchmen that it's outrageous. (laughs) This guy, where does he get all these guys from? Where are they coming uh, from? I don't know.
1: know, They kind of just, like, it's another thing where it's, like, they just sort of start it, like, you kind of, you just know, you're like, yeah, he's, like, a villain, he got the, his face is fucked up, you know, and, like, he's got, like, a criminal network, you know what I mean? Like, I like that, that they kind of just, like, don't really... They don't. That's not really important to the movie, so let's just skip that.
0: I, I do like that they did, especially because um, we didn't even mention this actually. But there was uh, another actor that had previously played Harvey Dent in uh, the first two Batman movies, and he had he had like that contract that was like when he signed in for Batman '89 for Harvey Dent. He, there was a clause in his contract that said like if you ever do a story with Two Face. I have to be the actor, or you need to pay me for it. And he actually got like fully paid, which was pretty cool. So good for him. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, I can't. I can't remember uh, the actor's name. I want to say it's like Harvey, not Harvey. Uh, I'll, uh it'll come to me. I
1: think you're think you're thinking of uh, Lando, right? Billy D. Williams wasn't he? Or no, he was. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He was um in Batman eighty nine. Uh, Billy. Yeah. Lee, okay. Billy then Williams. then yeah yeah. <clears throat> So,
0: that would have been interesting he, to see He would him. have been awesome, I, actually. I agree with you. I think... Let me tell you my thoughts on... Uh, let me tell you my thoughts on Two-Face and my theory. Yeah, yeah. And, was,
1: I you can, I think I know what you're going to say, but go, go for it.
0: Well, I think what I'm going to say isn't very original. Like, I think a lot of people feel this way. But I feel like Two-Face was kind of boring in this movie. Like, he, he's just kind of there. Like, mm-hmm. he is... He's zany, but he's not as zany as the Riddler, and, like, he is, like, just kind of, you know, he just, he just kind of keeps showing up, where, like, Uh the Riddler has, like, an arc, and, like, a beginning, (laughs) and motivations, and, like, Two-Face doesn't really have that, like, he's obsessed with the number two, he's got some cool henchmen, he looks cool, but, like, I don't know, like, I, I, I'm a big Two-Face fan, like, that's what, that's actually my favorite villain in Batman, just because he's such a, like, a great character, and, like, I think... I know it's not your favorite Batman movie, but I, like I really think they did him like really good justice in The Dark Knight, and and mm-hmm. this one I don't know. Well, that one I, I can with that I would say it it is more about him
1: specifically the character. You know what I mean? Um,
0: I, I, yeah, I, I would agree that that's like a Harvey Dent movie, and and this but this one isn't a Harvey Dent movie, so he's just kind of there. Yeah, and like I feel like the tone of this movie like, really suited the Riddler and Jim Carrey, but I, I don't know that it did Tommy Lee Jones or Two-Face any favors. Um, Why? Just, like, I don't know. I, I, just, I just thought he was, like, he was kind of boring. He was kind of underwhelming. It's like we didn't really get to know anything about him, which is fine because I don't want to, like, spend, you know, forever on on these villains' backstories, but I don't know. I, I just thought he was kind of boring. And I thought that maybe, like, Tommy Lee Jones hated Jim Carrey, but maybe because, like, he knew this and he was just like, well, I'm going to get upstage in every single scene that I'm in. And he did with Jim Carrey. Yeah. So I don't know. Even he like even his death is kind of boring, I think.
1: Yeah. Pers- personally, I just well, I, I think his death is fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's awesome. But <laughs> uh, so I disagree strongly there. But I, I like I still think like just at this point in his career, like I guess he's still got a lot going like decades after this. But I just think he's. He's done acting and stuff so long, like, I feel like he wouldn't, like, this wouldn't be that important to him. Like, he doesn't seem like a guy with a big ego, and especially about, like, a movie, like, a movie that's not, like, you know, a super prestigious, yeah. you know, like, you know, it's it's him acting wacky, you know, like, for an action movie, you know, so I don't think he, I don't know if he would care about that. Um, My defense of the character, I guess I would say is, one, like I said, it's not really... It's more about how he's kind of just like a thing for um, Robin, you know what I mean? To be hung up on for one. Yeah. Um, but the things I actually lo- like, one, there's the obvious things I like. I think Tommy Lee Jones is an amazing actor. And I think he is like going for it in this, even even if it is like.
0: It, it, yeah, just to be clear, you, you can't say that he phoned it in because I don't think he did. Like, he, he's given it in this movie, but two, just, I don't know, it didn't land. Two is, for me. I like the
1: design and everything, and I love his layer, and I love the split size. I like the the Drew Barrymore uh, uh, lady he's got, and the other lady, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think that's just fun, mm-hmm. and, like, it's it's just another cool, wacky idea. But then the thing I really like it about his character, I actually kind of like that he sucks a little bit, because they actually... Like, I think it really fits with... Like, it does serve the Riddler's character more. But it really makes sense, like, how he actually is, like, very kind of easily manipulated by the Riddler into, like... You you know what I mean? Because he he keeps... Like, they keep having him do these comic book heists that are goofy as shit and he fucks up so bad. Um, <laughs> the Riddler is... He's going to... He's like... There's a scene where... The Riddler has it. He ha- he's going to get Batman and figure out his identity through his his mind machine that he's built and fucking oh, Two-Face fuck. shows up and it's just like, hey, I just want to fucking shoot some guys or whatever. It's like, I don't know, I think it actually kind of works for the movie that like like this weird, you know, loner freak guy, you know, who but who's like got he's just like this crazy smart you know, dude, like, can come in and just fucking manipulate this bozo, uh, in into letting him use his network of goons to, you know, like build his crazy, uh, you know, uh, TV mind sucking machine or whatever. So I, I do agree he sucks in this movie, but I think it kind of works in the story. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean that that's fair enough. I just like. I don't know what I wanted out of him in this movie. Like, it's, it's just like, I think that his act just by like very, the definition just looks a little bit second rate next to the Riddler. Cause like Riddler is so, you know, like every single scene he's in, he just like mm-hmm. dominates. Oh, uh, no matter who I, I he's agree. with, Whether it's with Bruce or whether you're like Riddler is just like, The guy in this movie. But, yeah, that's... I mean, he
1: shows up and he's like, okay, your babes are, like, my babes now. You know what I mean? Like, he does kind of just, like... You're my guy. And, like, he does constantly have to deal with the fact that, like, Two-Face is kind of just, like, this violent maniac that he's got to kind of, like, navigate around. You know what I mean? I think that's... He's almost, like, an interesting... uh, uh, Maybe they could have done more with, like, him being, like, almost uh, being his foil in the end. I don't really remember... Totally, if that, like they they not, split up. Not the really. End. They they were like they were chummy at the end. Yeah, again, that would have been maybe kind of nice if, like, you know, like uh, maybe uh, Two Face like blows would have blown up in Riddler's face or something like that. You know,
0: like I kind of like what they were going for with like like Two Face is kind of Batman's nemesis, and Enigma is kind of Bruce Wayne's nemesis. But I I think what I would have done is maybe structure the final fight to have like robin versus two-face just to like give that some more i don't know Hmm. weight or whatever because like they kind of pay it off with robin saving him but then he's just like immediately captured after right i think it might have been better if like they yeah i don't know i think it might have been better if robin bagged him actually and took him to jail that would have been cool yeah that's i I,
1: I agree with that actually i think that would have been that would have been maybe better uh oh i think i think it's the identity right like, Batman's identity, yeah. like, no one would believe Nygma, because he's a fucking crazy, but, like, maybe, well, I don't know, I guess Two-Face is too, but it seems like... Two-Face
0: is also <laughs> kind of crazy. It seems
1: like he... I guess, he yeah, he knows
0: Batman's identity, too, yeah. To, like,
1: tie up loose ends, you know what I mean? Which is, like, kind of uh, a little bit more bogus. Like, I think they could have made it... They could have had them both in that cell together, and it's like, yeah, these guys are, uh, you
0: know, they've lost it, you know?
1: They watch too much you TV. you outrageous-
0: how outrageous is that scene where they're trick-or-treating and they just bust into the fucking Wayne Manor and, like, knock the shit out of Alfred? I actually gasped when that happened. Yeah. When they, like, smacked Alfred. I was like, damn. Yeah. Was, Especially because Michael Goh is, like, 100 years old in this it's movie. A scary, actually. Right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Two-Face, You? I thought he was okay. There is a scene that everybody hates. I have to admit, I hate it as well. Where he's just, like, he wants to kill someone, but he he needs his coin to land bad side up. So he keeps on flipping it and flipping it and flipping it. And eventually he's like, ah, oh, whatever. I'm just going to shoot you anyways. I, yeah. I, it's, it's kind of funny, but like, also it's so, just kind of like, Ugh.
1: that's so the, well, I, I, I thought it was kind of funny, but I, I could say like, um, I could also see if you were like kind of a, not even like one, a fan of just maybe the comic books and like, and had read like good stories about him or even at this point in time, even, before the the dark knight existing like maybe you like like billy we billy d williams is an awesome actor that everyone loves and it's like oh he was like in these movies like as kind of the side character you know maybe we could have gotten a movie with him instead and it's like no we like recast him and like he he's yeah. just kind of the henchman you know i could see that kind of being let down but i think purely just in the context of this one movie I think I kind of like it.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, I i don't hate Two-Face at all. He's like, you know, it's a silly movie yeah. and it's like, it's, it's fine. But uh, I don't know. I, I just I think he's a little bit. His thunder is like certainly stolen. Big and time. I feel like he's time. a little bit directionless because of that, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's got to go in the acid at the end or whatever, you know, just get rid of him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Fuck you, Two-Face. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Let's talk about our boy. Let's talk about Jim Carrey as the fucking Riddler. God damn. This dude. Was there anybody hotter than Jim Carrey in the 90s? (laughs) Like the early to mid 90s? Just like everything he touched was like awesome.
1: Yeah, he was really, yeah, it's just such it was such a solid casting. You know what I mean? Like to take this guy who plays you know, just like these outrageous comedic characters and like you know, make him make him the villain, you know, and I mean, we've seen later too that Jim Carrey hat has like big act- acting chops and stuff like that. Or maybe oh, maybe definitely you yeah. could even have seen that at the time, obviously, but like it's just like one of those even like maybe for some people where it's like, oh, that's that's sort of like strange, but it, I think it. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. I think
0: it actually really works. It's like a really obvious. Choice. Oh, he he fit like a glove in this role. I thought, which is which is funny because it was written for Robin Williams, but yeah. like, which I can like say that he he was perfect and like he uh, he was he was like he was very Jim Carrey. Like he sounded like a little bit of Ace Ventura or you know some sure of yeah other definitely. roles that we know, but like still like Riddler esque too. He he was so wild. In this movie, man, it's just like actually—that's what kind of makes
1: it work—is actually like Jim Carrey's characters uh, are all kind of like the Riddler. Like the mask is kind of like the yeah, Riddler anyway, yeah.
0: <laughs> By the way, I want to say this right now: Jim Carrey was absolutely robbed. He should have won an Academy Award for Best Actor for Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That was <laughs> oh, okay. ridiculous that he did not. I thought you
1: were going to say Such for a good uh,
0: for Eggman. <laughs> Well, (laughs) is he? I don't think he is Eggman in that movie. I think he's officially a robot. Oh, oh, uh, whoops! Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Come on, come on. Uh, No, Jim Carrey is so wild in this movie. He's wild as Edward Nigma. Like when you first meet him after like the long ass intro with Two Face and stuff like that, he's this crazy programmer with this crazy lab. Like, (laughs) I he was so wild and his transformation into a villain was so fucking good like that scene that he had with bruce was was awesome and like oh i think yeah. actually one of my favorite moments like is it. like when he yeah but he's so he's got you remember when he has his boss and he's tied into a chair and he's very clearly about to murder this guy and the boss is like you're fired i'm gonna get you and it's like dude you're about to be like thrown out of a ginormous uh-huh. window like what are you talking about? I thought that was so good. D- that was another cool like
1: set. All the Riddler sets were cool too, like from like his oh, little man. freak apartment uh that he had with like the Riddler thing. Um I lo- actually with you know that that makes me think the way they um explain I like how they get everyone into their like typical uh their costumes and their monikers and all that stuff in this in a way that's like they're like It's not, like, afraid of it, again, it's not afraid of seeming, like, silly, you know what I mean? So he's like, yeah, Yeah. I'm Robin, because of this, and, like, the the Riddler has this really, it's over the top, actually, like, it just totally draws attention to it more, that he literally just has a thing that looks like the Riddler, and he's like, yeah, actually, I'll just do that, you know?
0: I I thought it was really cool that, like, he's so, like, clearly inspired by Two-Face on the news, to be, like, a super villain. Cause that's what he wants to be. Like he wants attention, which is what he really wants. And like, he thinks that that is a way to get it. Oh so, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I really love that. Um, and dude, all of his stuff looks so awesome. Like, first of all, his little box or whatever they call it, like the, the thing you put on your head. Oh yeah. I yeah. thought, I thought I was in like another galaxy when that <laughs> thing started going last night. And I yeah. was like, Holy shit. Take me away. This is so rad. <laughs> yeah. Um, fuck, like his, uh, even his riddle cards look like so cool, mm-hmm. like the, the, with the tongue and stuff like that. Yeah. And dude, at the end of the movie, his, his fucking, like, fortress or whatever, like the spinning hourglass looking thing looked oh so awesome. Oh my God. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my God. It looked so cool. And like when all of the, the brain waves, like the green brain waves are flying towards it. It's like you can like, make some sick ass
1: toys out of these. Um, right? Not, uh, his his wardrobe changes were incredible too. Oh my god. It, that's what's so like that's that's too. It's like a it's like so um luxurious. I feel like it's so romantic and sexy. Like even even Jim Carrey as the Riddler is like he's like got like sex appeal in this. He's got like the skin tight Green suit and the bright fucking gold cane, and then in the end he's in this fucking white skin tight jumpsuit. With this crazy like it's almost like dr- oh, drag. This mask you know? that has the question mark. Yeah,
0: I, his his outfit at the end looks so sick. Like he's he's hair is crazy. Like the the question mark mask. it's he looks so awesome. that yeah you're right. Like the costume design in this movie, I think particularly for Riddler, is like so great. Like he, man, he looks good at the end. Yeah, oh.
1: and his cl- the classic when he's got the the cane with the like uh the suit and top hat. That's that's like classic, and you know like yeah. they, th- like that. I feel like if you were gonna like draw the Riddler, you know, from memory, you would probably just that. That's it to me. And I know it's like that's heavily I... influenced by, I feel like you know the comics and stuff too. But like, I feel like this codified yeah. it in like live action in in a way that they probably they i don't know can
0: they, can they ever do that again probably not i i mean i don't think so i mean we very clearly just saw a completely <laughs> yeah. different type of riddler in 2022 that's why i think I which don't is think kind of sad because like he's missing to do this again you know yeah i don't know like uh, that riddler that riddler was great but like i i do feel like that riddler was was missing something where like this riddler is so over the top and like uh, man, I just I love the way like you know you're you said it. It starts off with, like the classic wardrobe, and then like morphs and evolves as the movie goes on to like this outrageous. Yeah, it fucking, goes. He's on like this golden. He's got these two golden lions beside yes. him or whatever. Like he just looks insane. It's like
1: it goes from
0: classic suit that's green,
1: skin tight green, and then the pure white. Oh. You know, it's. I think it is like it is his like transformation and like explosion, basically. You know.
0: Which, which, by the way, so I want to talk about something really quick, too, about the Riddler. I actually, like, love the idea that Riddler doesn't necessarily hate Batman, but he hates Bruce Wayne, and then he just, when he finds out that he is Batman, that's what kind of pushes him. But, like, I kind of love the idea of, like, Nigma being, like, a rival billionaire. Like, I think that's kind of, like, a cool thread that I, I actually totally forgot about that part of this movie, that he also, like sells his box that Bruce rejected and like he's stealing people's like smarts basically it's like I I thought that was totally good and by the way like Riddler owns everybody in this movie in terms of like his ideas and outsmarting and outwitting people like he deduces Batman's identity in no time he you know he has Two-Face wrapped around his finger if it wasn't for like the the fuck up at the end like he would totally won
1: yeah it's bull it's bullshit that our like uh tech billionaire who's Wants to put shit into our brains is not as cool as Jim Carrey, as Riddler. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, no fucking kidding there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this dude. I mean, like, I I loved his character in this movie. Everything he did looked cool. Everything like like all of his his lighting and visuals, like all of his yeah. shit in this movie. Anything that was even associated with the Riddler looked awesome. And like, oh, he was he was so good. And by the way, we didn't even talk about the Batwing or the Batboat. Those, those, cool yeah, like, <laughs> those are cool too. Yeah, like those are cool.
1: By air or by sea, and like, why not both? <laughs> How about both? <laughs> yeah, they show up. Yeah, that was. think good. he does like a holy something, Batman, which is funny. Oh what yeah, does he say? I can't remember. It,
0: he it's like a uh, holy rusted metal or something like that, and the Batman. <laughs> that's a great scene because he just like does the there's no there's no dialogue he just looks at him he's like huh and then he's like look there's metal and it's got holes in it it's holy
1: uh, <laughs> good yeah. shit
0: yeah thanks for, yeah thanks for
1: explaining that but
0: yeah good stuff yeah Riddler man what a maybe the best I don't know I might say he's the best villain in like the the original four Batman movies oh yeah I, I think I might I think I might go ahead and say <laughs> that
1: yeah i think you i think you're right
0: i'm just i'm trying to think so so i think contenders for the number one spot would have to be mr freeze for sure (laughs) fuck yeah would have to be would have to be catwoman it would have to be riddler yeah and i think honestly yeah i I think i I think of those three i think it's riddler
1: devito is so fucking scary to me like i had nightmares he is a scary mother that yeah i don't know i thought he's pretty good too
0: he he is definitely. I would put him in like the the tier right okay, below. Okay, yeah. Okay, I like. You know this who is tier. fucking sick is Bane. I can't wait to talk oh, about Bane yeah, next yeah, year. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So that that that's my notes. That's my that was what that was my impressions watching Batman Forever. I was just loving life last night. I loved it. it like. I have, like, a bunch of nostalgia for these movies, but, like, I really do think it's, like, it's a perfectly fine movie. Like, it's definitely silly, for sure, but I really strongly feel, like, if you watched Batman Returns and then watched Batman Forever, like, they're not, like, completely worlds apart, like everyone thinks that they are. Yeah. And I think, yeah,
1: I think for, I'm sure most people, probably the strong, stronger contender is Batman and Robin. So, I... But yeah. I feel like we've set the stage. We're going to we'll we'll definitely get into that more next year. But uh next y- wow, <laughs> next do we year. We have to wait. No. Um yeah, I don't know. I yeah. I I don't know. Actually, I think for me this is like the um you know, I, I don't know if I could say it's the best or whatever, but it, in my head it's like the ideal like style of a Batman movie that I would like. Obviously, like I like different things. Like I We talked about the Batman, like I loved it or whatever, but I, I really, I, I just think this is the one that like, it gets, it gets me excited. I, and like, I don't know. I just think it's a really
0: fun and awesome movie. I like, I think so too. Like it, it has, it has a really kind of unique tone in that it's like, you know, it it is kind of brooding and serious at times. And there's, there's other times where it's just like. It's like are these guys about to start like fucking on screen right now? And like but there's other times where it's like insane and you know hilarious and like, you know, holy m- rusted metal and like I don't think you have another Batman movie that that kind of has that, you know? Like I, I I I respected for that. And I think that you couldn't get away with this tone if you didn't have like the Riddler as the villain in the movie. I don't know. Maybe you could, maybe you couldn't, but uh but yeah, yeah, I think it I think it kind of straddles that line like in a in a really good way like i i can't say that it's my favorite batman movie it's not but like i think that it's like a, a solid batman movie
1: yeah i think you're right i think the riddler really ties it all together
0: yeah so yeah um okay cool anything else you want to say about batman forever before we log off for uh for christmas break <sighs> here goo
1: no, no, I think um I think we got it all in actually. I think we said more than I I like as you were saying things I remembered so much more feelings come back. I, I did I did too. Like, oh, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. So yeah, no, I think I said everything
0: uh, I need to say. Great. It's a great movie. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see Avatar this weekend. Oh my god. Go yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're going?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Sweet. Yeah, I'm going to go check it out on Saturday. Okay. Um so I'm yeah. So stoked. Cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, there it is. That's uh, that's Batman Forever, and you can look forward to to Batman and Robin next year. And I, I think I could be wrong, but I think we're capping off year three of this arc with uh, with yeah. maybe BVS. Does that sound about right? Oh, fuck yeah!
1: Let's do it. the The yeah. ultimate edition. I mean, it's got to be the ultimate edition.
0: Okay, I've never seen that, so it, I'm, I'm it's pumped. It's got so. good
1: extra stuff that really is
0: makes the movie better i think <laughs> okay cool well fuck yeah come come on 2024 let's do it it, it gives uh, us something uh, to live for, for i think you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we are gonna get out of here you can check us out over at twitter at spateri 316 for me at gooey fame for goo and at virtual theater x for us and uh you can check out our patreon too by the way which is one dollar one dollar gets you a plethora of bonus shows including some other batman commentary shows if you want to check oh, those yeah. out um and t- tons of other stuff bonus bonus series or like we're talking like the zelda cartoon captain n all that fun stuff it's over on patreon it's one buck come on now i spend uh i spend two bucks at tim <laughs> morton's every day so one buck for a month is nothing so yeah check that out and then uh, of course subscriber if you get your podcast we are going to get out of here I hope everyone listening has a great holiday season and we are excited to see everybody back in the new year. Until then, everybody, take care.